0: Lindsay Kitchen, The English Florist. Today, keeping the faith and business. Welcome to The English Florist podcast. I am very excited to be talking about a subject which comes up quite a lot um, when I do business one-to-ones with fellow florists And I think it's very pertinent to this current economic climate of this pandemic that we're in and the lack of work for us event florists. I um, completely acknowledge that a lot of florists are busy arranging flowers and delivering if you're working in a shop. You know, funeral flowers, floristry life is ticking on, but event floristry life is very much in the doldrums. And it's something that comes up a lot about, you know... Should I have a set aesthetic? Should I be selling a particular style of floristry exclusively? And this is quite controversial, really, because I question the advice that's been put out there by a lot of bodies because they're not necessarily florists themselves or they haven't run successful floristry businesses. Why would they suggest that sort of advice because to me it doesn't make sense and, and so today I really wanted just to explore my point of view how I see it Is it all about Instagram? No No I don't think it is all about Instagram. I think that is one aspect of one's virtual shop window. Um, But I think people put a lot of onus on Instagram, and I think that's not good. I think you have to open it up to the people in your locality. Um, You know, there are other... Social media platforms or other platforms outlets that you can advertise your business on. So don't put all your eggs in one basket. It's not all about Instagram. Yes, it's an important. You need to be on there. You need to be exhibit. You know, showing who you are and what you do. And yes, of course, it's like anything. Today I'm sitting here behind the microphone and and poor Neil James, (laughs) I've got no makeup on. But actually, if I was to stand in front of the camera, I would have powdered my nose and done my hair. So, yes, you only want to put out the best bits of you. You know, that's, that's a given. Um, but I think you need to look wider and you need to be more versatile. And again, I go back to the fact that right in this economic climate that we're in, that is more important than ever. Should you take any work? Well, that's really up to you. For me, at the moment, I have virtually no weddings I mean I've done one small wedding since March and we're now at the middle to the end of October and I am taking any work any work any floristry work because because it's my income Um, and I'm not embarrassed to say that it's business and I'm fortunate enough that I can turn my hand to most styles of floristry. So if somebody wanted, I don't know, they just wanted something that I don't normally do or they wanted me to create an arrangement with flowers that I wouldn't ordinarily use, I think up to a point I would definitely take that work. There are certain things I've never done in funeral work like I don't do letters and things like that um, and I don't do traditional basing and things like that partly because I'm not particularly well-skilled at it. But I think, for the most part, I take most work at the moment. And there is no shame in that. Um, it's not beneath me to do that. This is business. And I think I think we should think about that very, very carefully. So let me support that with a story. I was out a couple of months ago with my brother in Kent, and we were, we were cycling the lanes of uh, the motherland. I come from Kent, and my brother still lives there. And we went over this one-way bridge, And a car came in the opposite direction and both my brother and I had to unclip our pedals and nearly fell off the bike and and Alistair kind of went, oi oi, to this guy and he literally stopped his car and came after us and... As we cycled off, you know, it was a close one. I said to Alistair, you wouldn't want one of him as your customers, would you? And Alistair has a business um, in Kent. And he said, Linz, everyone's my customer. His money is as good as anybody else's. And I think it's... I think that's a really good analogy for business at large. For me as a florist, it's like anyone's business is business. And if I can turn my hand and create flowers for them, then fair play to me, I say. And fair play to anyone who does actually turn their hand and finds business in places that they wouldn't have ordinarily have found that business. It is a controversial thing about Instagram and the advice that we get given from various um, sources. For example, people who obviously have an expertise in social media and maybe sort of branding and things like that. And, you know, whilst I think they probably bring a very valid contribution to our marketplace... I do question some of the advice that is given. And I'm saying that because I'm obviously meeting florists who are coming for business one-to-ones with me and asking what I think. And so I'm genuinely just putting it back in there. I'm sharing my opinion and it's not black and white and we all have to do our own thing. So, you know, I'm I'm not here to offend anyone, but this is my, my, my own personal viewpoint. And that is that, you know what, It's not just about color and style, it's about business and I think yes we all have an aesthetic we all aspire to be a certain type of florist have a a certain approach uh, way we do things but you know ultimately we want to run a business and a business is about generating income and it's a dirty word for a lot of people and I'm not apologizing about it and it's one of the first things I get out in the open when I do business one-to-ones with fellow florists is let's just talk about the fact that you know I need to see the color of your money and you know... Know, it's like oh you know oh my god it's not all pretty and flowery is it no and it doesn't come in pastel and peach it's money okay it's what we're here to do to earn an income and therefore how we go about that you know we have to open up all avenues um, and so sometimes I question that advice particularly for new florists that are you know really just need to get out there and actually you might find that there's another avenue that generates more income that if you're just going narrowing it down to one aesthetic one style and just doing this one thing because this guru has told you that this is the way forward question everything ask yourself well how do they know are they jobbing florists Do they have a successful business behind them? Maybe brands in general, they may have, well, you know, have a lot of positive brands that they've worked with. But have they worked with a small florist or a big florist and and turned it around and made it a success? You need to question everything. And so that's the bit that I kind of get stuck on because this comes up time and again. And I think it's a really important subject that florists should consider. So I've talked about, you know, turning my hand to everything, but how do I feel about pricing? Pricing's a difficult one. And actually, I, it moves. It's a movable goalpost for me anyway. Um, right now, um, I, uh, the beginning of this year, I had a minimum spend because I'm in a fortunate position where I have uh, interest in my business as the White Horse Flower Company and people want to book me. And um, I try to just do, because I work for myself, I try to do one wedding a weekend. Occasionally, I can straddle two if there's a gap a day between the two weddings. Um, But very often, I essentially, I want to do one wedding. And so therefore, I will take a size wedding, which can afford me the luxury of just doing that one wedding and doing it well. Now, that's not the case now. So what am I going to do? Well, i tell you what I'm going to do. That £2,000 minimum spend, I've put it on hold. You know what? All of my couples that had a minimum spend when they signed up with me want to reduce their weddings now I'm not going to punish them of course I'm not going to do that this is the situation that none of us plan to find ourselves in therefore all of those minimum spends have gone out the window I want to serve my clients and do the best job for them within the situation that we all find ourselves in so that is a movable goalpost for me One of the things that I've picked up this year since we've been in this pandemic and my weddings have all completely ceased to be is repeat business from customers that just want bouquets. Um, For me personally, I didn't really make many bouquets because I'm not a shop and I don't buy in flowers and just have them ready for the occasional purchaser. It's a premeditated order. Um, and there is a minimum spend on that actually I think that's fair to say that I can't just do a £20 bouquet because I'd probably have to buy £30 worth of flowers in fact there's a minimum spend from my wholesalers very often and so I have to have a minimum spend for those things so my customers come along and I often then lose them because they don't want to spend that much money and that's fair enough I send them to the local florist shop and that's there's no hard feelings business is going somewhere else and that's fine repeat business has come for me through people who love my style of floristry. And I've been tapping into my local resources, my local growers, and they are loving the fact that I just say, well, it's whatever the growers got in her field this week, and they love that, and they have come back time and again. And so, I've started really enjoying doing hand tied seasonal bouquets, truly embracing the seasons, and just literally, it's like ready, steady, cook for flowers. You know, I just get my bucket. And it's like, ooh, lovely. You know, sometimes I can say, well, I've got two bouquets this week, and this lady, she wants really bright ones, or no, you know, no orange and yellow, but have you got anything pastely or something? So. I'm not being really specific, just maybe a hint on the colour that I'm tweaking and I think that's really important that I'm building up a little kind of community locally that really love my flowers and they're doing subscriptions and things like that now. So I've got three or four of those which I wouldn't ordinarily have had do you know what when I'm doing a couple of weddings a week you know four weddings a month five weddings a month maybe I don't need those small bouquets but right now I really do need those small bouquets and no I'm not turning over a huge profit but it's giving me that creative purpose to my life and so that's really important and I think I think it's important that I just reach out to my local community and re-engage with them. I think my business is evolving. I think it is definitely changing and when I go when we go back whenever that is to having normal weddings normal size weddings and things. I think for me my business is going to change. This is this is a pivotal moment in my career as a, an event florist. I was doing some teaching and now I'm stepping up the teaching because I'm mindful that a lot of people are losing their nerve. They're anxious that they're not practicing enough and they want to polish their techniques and this is a time to invest in themselves, subject to them having the wherewithal to actually pay to have those, you know, to polish those skills up a little bit. I I am utilizing my skill set to teach those people and i want to build on that so for me this is a career evolution this is a process that i didn't i wanted to do but i didn't quite have the wherewithal to do it and i think for all of us florists we are going to find another way and maybe that way going forward will be a better better option for you. And I think it's important. I'm a very open person. I, I'm i not closed. I don't have this blinkered view of how I see my career going. It's always been a windy road. And I've just followed it and enjoyed the journey. And this is a journey for me still. And it's a difficult one right now. You know, at the beginning of lockdown, I got incredibly depressed, because my sense of purpose and my, my whole world just stopped. And it was really, really difficult. And it was bleak and dark but i've come out the other side i mean it's been bloody awful i've lost my dad i've lost my dog there's all sorts of my son lost his job last week and is now living at home so many things uh, there are other things going on as well but my my work It feeds my soul and I need to do it. And so I'm evolving and I'm changing. So I think evolution is really, really important to us florists. Don't be closed off. Don't be blinkered. Just see where you go. Don't give up don't give up you know what work will come back everybody's in this boat together um we have to support each other and i just wanted to kind of shed a little light on the here and now and what i'm doing as an event florist and how i'm dealing with it so i really hope this has been helpful be sure to subscribe for next week's edition of the english florist thanks so much for listening if you'd like to leave me a message so i can answer any floristry questions there's two ways you can get in touch Either reach out and leave me a voice message through the English Florist page on the Anchor Podcast website or app, or contact me on Instagram at the White Horse Flower. Have a great week. The English Florist is a loadingzone.co.uk production. Uploaded on Sundays and available wherever you get your podcasts, including Spotify, Apple and Google podcasting apps.